Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is a podcast discussing the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Happy Monday, and welcome back to another week. I'm, I'm just grateful to have you guys back and ha- grateful to have another week ahead of us. Um, I believe that new weeks, new days, anything that's new gives you a new opportunity to kind of restart and why would you want to miss out on that opportunity? So as much as people hate Mondays, I always like to remind you, like, Monday is just a new chance, a new week, something like a chance to start over new. And August is, like, a really strange time because August is basically the end of the summer. So people, I've heard someone describe it as August being the Sunday of summer. And so at that point, you don't want to miss out on what's left of the summer because now you're starting to plan for the fact that summer is about to end. You don't want to miss out on that. So there's like two or three good more weeks, I think, of of August itself. And then, you know, you're heading into September and and the fall. So enjoy it. Make sure you're spending all the time enjoying the summer because soon we will be complaining about something other than heat waves. We'll be complaining about, you know, fall crisp weather, complaining about, you know, snow on the ground. So let's just take advantage of what's left of summer and enjoy it because it will soon come to its own conclusion. So I also want to start today, um, today's podcast off with the financial emancipation thought of the day. And today's thought of the day comes from Susie Orman, someone who I really um, appreciate in the world of giving financial advice. Um, She's someone who gives very straight up financial advice. And it's something that's usually very hard for folks to swallow. Um, I appreciate that about her because she's she's on point. I just think that I've heard people reference her and say, if it was up to Susie Orman, I'd never buy anything. And, you know, I know that that's harsh for people because it's hard. People want to they want to feel like there's some, a moment or an opportunity where you can indulge. And Susie just does not let that happen. And 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 she's right on 99 percent of the time when she says it. And again, that approach may not work for everyone, but she definitely is on point. So the thought of the day comes from her today. And the quote is just because you can afford something doesn't mean you should buy it. And that's a really important thing to think about, because I think that we often believe that the only cat the only qualifier the only thing that needs to be decided when you're looking to purchase something is whether or not you can afford it and afford it meaning well you have to you know I always talk about afford I have a few podcasts that really focus on what does it mean when you say can you afford something but the, to afford is really to be able to um, spend the money without having any other negative consequence or impact to you spending the money And I think that when we talk about afford, people don't always get to that level of detail when they say afford because they say, okay, do I have the money now and will I be able to pay all my bills if I buy it? Okay, fine, I can afford it. And again, most people don't even do that. So most people's qualifier for afford is if I have the money or if I have the available credit. And so, um, but even if you have the money and you will still be able to pay all your bills, you have to keep going in the layers. Can you do all that? and contribute to your savings are you doing all that and contributing appropriately to your retirement are you doing all of that and 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 be able to make sure that the thing that you want to do next month or the thing that you you also find a priority is also going to be able to be done because if it can't be then you can't afford it if what you're going to end up having to give up or lose at the end is much is, is bigger than what you what what this one thing that you want to purchase is then you can't afford it and so if you buy this new bag right now and then it means that you won't be able to put the down payment that you're supposed to put on your trip next month then you can't afford it if it's going to delay something that you're supposed to do or push something back then you can't afford it. And so you have to kind of get a little deeper in your assessments when you want to talk about whether or not you can afford something. And so that's a really good um, quote from someone 
who I think has she has a good perspective and I, and I, I encourage people to listen to her um, and, and read her books and things. She has a really good perspective. And I know that sometimes that that messaging is hard for everyone to swallow. So I try to make sure that my messaging comes off in a way that can be um, as clear cut as that, but also a little more um, maybe understanding to the fact that people struggle with this on a much more in a much deeper level and a much more emotional level. That it's not just um, it's not just one plus one for most people as it relates to their money and their finances. So that's our thought of the day for today. Um, and you can follow the hashtag F-E-T-O-T-D, Financial Emancipation Thought of the Day. And that's where the, um, the po- it'll be posted on Instagram. It's posted on the Facebook page if you want to see it. And if you want to be part of the listserv, you can send me an email and I can put you on a listserv so you can get an email of the Financial Emancipation Thought of the Day. Good way to start your day off. So today's episode, I want to I want to kind of piggyback on the, <clears throat> on the notion of what you can afford and talk about things that come up, which is fees, fees, co-pays, subscriptions, add-ons, different things that come up when you intend to spend money and then you end up spending a little bit more and how that has to be part of your plan. And this is why you need to also always have like an, a little cushion around things. So you can, um, you know, you go to the doctor's office, you know, and I've heard people that I know personally who say that they, 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 re- they regulate how they go to the doctor's office based on having to pay a copay. You know, and that's real, right? Like, okay, I know that I need to go to the doctor, but I'm not really trying to go because I'm going to have to pay the $50 copay and I don't have that right now. Or I'm going to have to pay the $20 copay and I don't have that right now. You know, that's a tight, you know, that's a tight way to, tight space to be in. And I know that that can be, that that, that can be real. Like, you really just don't have it this week to do that. But, you know, something like your health, you don't want to put off for something like that. So there's a lot of decisions that have to be made. And then... um you know, you, you think about all the add-ons, all the subscriptions. If you if you buy something and you need, you don't you forget that there's a maintenance that you have to add to. So if you bought a new computer and you were like, oh, I bought a new computer, but you realize as soon as you get the computer home, it doesn't have Microsoft Office on it, and you can't really use the computer unless you spend another hundred dollars on um on, on to get the Microsoft Office. And so you you were like, okay, I was able to buy the eight hundred dollar computer, but now I don't have the hundred dollars for that. It's why when we make these type of purchases or we do certain things, we have to think things all the way through um, beyond just the the initial cost because most things have additional cost to them. And so you could be going, if you need to go to, if you need to have a procedure done in the hospital, there's usually an additional copay and it's usually big, right? $100, $200. You know, if you need to, if you need to do a lot of things, you know, you can, if you need to have work done in your house or work done in your car, a great example is the car. I took my car in to get four new tires. That's all I wanted, four new tires because I have a nail. I had a nail in one of my tires and my tires were four years old. And if you've listened to the podcast, I've committed to keeping my car, even though the car payment is done, I've committed to keeping the car for at least another year so I can take that money that I was using to pay my car payment and pay down all my credit card debt. And so I... I'm committed to keeping the car, so I need to do things to keep the car, so I have to get new tires. What happens when I get there, I'm like, okay, I want to get new tires, and they're telling me that I need to get a wheel alignment. If I don't, and I said, no, I'm not getting a wheel alignment. I came here to spend money for tires, and that's it. Except they're like, if you don't get a wheel alignment, you're just going to ruin your brand new tires because your 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 wheel alignment is off, and your tires are going to tread and wear down, and you know, and not in the right way. Okay, damn it, I have to get a wheel alignment. That's another $100. You know, I didn't anticipate that. I really anticipated to the T the $700 that it was going to cost for the new tires. 
And so these things come up. And so your your finances often get stretched that way. They often get pulled and pushed, which is why if you go back to the quote of the, the thought of the day, just because you can afford something doesn't mean you should buy it because there's always something else creeping around the corner in your finances. And so in every moment and every impulse that comes to you where you want something and you decided you can afford it, you have to think thoroughly and think all the way through your finances to know if they're going to be something else that will come up and creep up on you around the corner. And I know that feels like it's asking you to be like a psychic, but it's not. It's just asking you to consider the things that you know are coming up. So it's like, okay, I know that, you know, I need to get new tires on my car. You have to think about what could come of that? I knew that there could be something else. You know, the, you, you, I was like, I want new tires. And I want an oil change. I knew there was a chance I could say, go get an oil change. And then they say, oh, actually, you need a, you need new fluid for this. Or you need, like, you know, there's always something else. And so early in the week when I was looking at, um, I got an email from a, a brand of pocketbooks that I love. And they always have a good sale. And they had a bag or a sale for $100. You know, it was a really good bag. A bag I really wanted. It had a great color. I didn't need it you know I wanted it but I didn't need it and so I decided not to get it even though it was on sale and now that I'm looking back I'm really happy I didn't get it because I was at $100 that I didn't spend then that I didn't necessarily need I could have afforded it but I didn't need it that's $100 I didn't spend then which kind of helped me because there's $100 additional $100 I had to spend now that I hadn't anticipated so sometimes it is best for you to kind of put aside your impulses for things that you don't need and maybe you want and maybe you want it and you can afford it, but you don't necessarily need it because it will come back around later for you in an instance where you will need that money on the back end of something that you didn't expect. So sometimes you have to put aside what you want and what you desire and what you can afford in order to prepare you for what will be the unexpected and required because it won't just be unexpected. It will be unexpected and required. And when the unexpected and required comes upon you and you're not prepared, that's how you get thrown into financial turmoil. And so these are all the kind of ways in which you have to work around getting to your financial emancipation. You can never anticipate everything. You won't ever be able to see everything coming. But the financial decisions that you make have to be in preparation for things that you don't know are going to come in a way that helps you to be prepared for all the unexpected things. And sometimes in order to be prepared for the unexpected, you have to put aside what you can afford. Sometimes you have to put aside what you desire so that you can have what it is that you'll need when the unexpected comes because the only thing that you do know for sure is that the unexpected will arrive. So thank you for listening today. Um, if you haven't if you haven't already done so, please head on over to Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Twitter at FIN Emancipation. Follow me on Facebook at Financial Emancipation. And if you have any questions for me, again, you can send me an email at Malik at thefinancialemancipation.com. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I hope you'll be back as we continue to discuss the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Have a great day.